Happy Valentine's Day. I can never not hear Jimmy Fallon saying that, ever. Okay, so how do we talk about Valentine's Day? Happy Valentine's Day, all the love, all the things. Thought it was really cute and clever to call the name of this little tidbit, this little inspiration, this little motivation, this little do-do-do-do. Love lockdown because, you know, some of us, some of us in this country are still on lockdown. I mean, lockdown. And, you know, whether you're in a relationship or not, you could be feeling a myriad of different emotions. I mean, any and everything in between. I think I've heard friends complaining about if they're lonely, if they're single, how to date during this, how to, you know, develop a relationship with someone when you can't really see them or you're nervous or whatever. You don't know who they're seeing. But also it's kind of like what I talked about a while back with the choose your heart because you could be in an awesome relationship where you thought you were, you know, going all the way, the full Monty with this person and the pandemic is forcing you to see sides of not only your partner in ways that you never would have and bringing different emotions and things out of them that maybe never in a million years would have happened pre-pandemic as well as dealing with all these different things coming up for you, different, you know, just lots of questioning in general. Who am I? What do I want to do more so than ever? Because this is really kind of, like I've said a million times, giving us that non-negotiable pause that so many of us never, ever, ever would have taken. We would have just stayed on in our pattern and stayed in our thing and stayed in our job and stayed in our work. And the pandemic kind of came through like whack and really stopped us in our tracks and made us really have to think. I know I've said it before, but I think this period of time is really showing everybody a shadow version of themselves. You know, we're seeing darker emotions, maybe. I know for me, for sure, I don't think I'm just speaking about myself when I say that, but just a lot of things are coming up. So I really just wanted to talk about first things first, what I believe to be the most important. And, you know, it's easy. Hindsight is 2020. You can only connect the dots looking backwards, not forwards. But I know for me, that when I became really confident in myself, when I became just grounded in who I am, what I do, how different emotions, boundaries, what I will deal with, what I won't in a relationship, um, just all of it, that's really when the best dating years of my life kind of came in. And I feel like you know, everybody's kind of wrong for you until you're right. And what I mean by that is if you are not the best version of you and you're not showing up in that kind of light and love and grounded in it and feeling secure and that self-love and really in it and, and, and discovering yourself and doing that personal development on yourself and trying to find that next best version of you, it doesn't matter who is out there for you. Prince Charming and everybody in between, whatever, it will not work. When you show up as all that you are, the full package, and you know, you're not holding on to any weird baggage or you've really worked through your shit as a human being, um, and you've really like done the deep excavating in your soul and really looked at yourself in the mirror and done like a little bit of inventory, who you are, what you want, where you want to go, evaluating things you've done in the past, behavior that hasn't worked. It's really like this very complex 
kind of thing, <laughs> this complex equation to showing up as the best version of you. And it's it's really it's really interesting. I think a lot of times you don't see it in the moment. It's really only something you can point out like, wow, that relationship didn't work because we were partying so hard every weekend and doing drugs and all this stuff. And like our relationship was so surface level or, you know, I was in a completely different place in my life than this person. A lot of people, there's a couple of different uh, relationship advice, relationship gurus out there that they've said different things about timing. And I have kind of a different theory and it might not be popular, but whatever. I believe that you can have hundreds of soulmates, if not tons of soulmates, millions of soulmates. There could be so many different soulmates for you out there, but I really do think it comes down to timing. I think all you need is chemistry and timing. And unfortunately, timing is a bitch. I've said that forever. And when I say timing, I could, I literally mean like your age, where you are in life. Like if you're in college and you're dating someone out of college, if you are, you know, just in a completely different place in your life, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all of it, then sometimes it's going to be a lot more difficult for things to mesh and line up and fall into place the way when you show up and then you're on the same level as someone and you're interested in the same things and you've done the same kind of soul soul space excavation and really pulled back the layers of who you are and what you want and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god it totally works with this person we're so compatible everything's so great and it's like well you did so much fucking work on yourselves on your own time on your own space on your own platform on your own like whole thing that when you came together it was just like boom sparks flew because there was so much work prior to the two of you coming together I don't know just a hot take on that one so yeah we got we got that timing thing which is always that's like Taylor's oldest time personal growth and development have I worked on myself enough so when I show up I know that I'm being all that I am I'm grounded in what I do I'm very aware that self-awareness and then I think the most important thing we're getting into is like Number, I'm not really a numbers girl, but we'll do numbers for today. One, two, three, self-awareness. And when I talk about self-awareness, I talk about authenticity and vulnerability. These are my jam, a la Brene Brown, my girl, Brene Brown. But the self-awareness thing is, I mean, that that is just like waking up to everything around you and the world around you and realizing that not everything revolves around you and becoming super aware of just who you are and your role on this planet um, in general. But I think the thing I hear the most is this issue, this resistance to authenticity and vulnerability and being authentic and really being all that you are. I can't even call upon how many times people have said to me, well, I just feel so awkward. I feel like I can't be my full self around someone or blah, blah. And I'm like, that's like red flag, red zone. Like I'd turn back now if I were you, if I've ever heard it. And that might be because the person makes you feel uncomfortable or that person isn't right for you or you just haven't done the personal development and work on yourself enough that you can be your truest self, that most authentic, that most vulnerable version of you. And and vulnerability and authenticity go hand in hand with trust. 
can I trust you at the core? Can I trust you with my feelings and my thoughts and my musings and what might be going through my head, no matter how embarrassing it is or how weird it is? Like, do I have a hundred percent concrete, full trust? Because without that, I mean, that's the bedrock of relationships, be it friendships, Galentine's Day, you know, whatever, like any kind of friendship, relationship, work relationship, colleague, like coach, anything. If the trust isn't there, the relationship doesn't exist, period. And I think a lot of that trust comes from your ability to show up your most authentic self, your most vulnerable self. And a lot of that, again, we're going to pull from that. It's not you, it's me type of thing. Me, have I danced with my demons? Have I worked through my shit? Have I owned my mess? I think I've mentioned a lot of times that I was able to show up as the most authentic version of me and and I call it letting it rip when I kind of just stopped caring what other people thought about my experiences in life be it a DUI be it whatever it was when I kind of like cleared out the skeletons in my closet of anything I thought could be quote unquote bad behavior or like I'm a bad person or a bad girl or you know my behavior's wrong or I'm not right or whatever when I worked through all that then it was just kind of like fuck it this is what you get take it or leave it like it's all out on the table I'm not coveting anything I'm not scared to talk about anything it's an open book and when you're an open book it just kind of lets you I mean it's just freedom it's really just freedom to live your like your best life to live your best freaking life because you're not holding back you're not scared to be all that you are you're not scared to speak up or say certain things when you really own every single part of who you are and you talk through it and you've peeled the layers back and you've done the work and you just don't know anything but to show up as you authentically you and if someone doesn't like it you're just kind of like well then you're not my person and instead of kind of going in and being like oh my gosh this this person doesn't like me they don't want to date me blah 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 you're like nah like I'm pretty rad and if if it's not for them then it's not for them like thank you next Ariana Grande style and I think the more work that each and every one of us can do on ourselves the better off we're going to be in all relationships not just loving relationships but our friendships and our colleagues and our coaches and our teams and our work life and everything I think the more we can be truthful and really be like this is how it is and this is what I'm dealing with and these are the emotions and like really clear out your baggage and clear out your bullshit so you're not showing up with all this like crap that you got to work through on top of also working at you know dealing with people because everybody is so different like talk about a not one size fits all fix in terms of relationships but it will certainly get better if everybody's showing up as their most authentic, most vulnerable version of themselves. I know that for certain. And the more we are vulnerable and we want to talk about these things and we open up space for others to share and talk about things, it's kind of like this big avalanche. I, I, I talked about this before, but it reminds me of a flower blooming open. And the more petals that open, it's like more people sharing their story, sharing who they are, more authenticity, more vulnerability, more leaders leading from a place of 
like humanity. Like I never had bosses or leaders around me that kind of said like, this is how I'm feeling and this is what's going. And they were always like these like hard asses. I always, I was surrounded by a lot of like hard asses and maybe that could be part of the reason why I lead the way I do, because I know that at the core, everybody just wants to be seen, heard and appreciated. I will say though, I've definitely had different mentors and, and I've had a few bosses and a few coaches and people surrounding me in my life that did do all those things and they radically changed the trajectory of where I was going or they just changed the game for me in ways that I never knew were possible because I'd only see it as I'd I'd never seen an example of of that before that type of leadership and it like completely blew my mind I was like this person I, I can call I can think of several people but I was like she's so cool you know she gets it Um, and that's really valuable. That type of relationship could be more valuable than anything else. Someone that shows you what's possible when you had only thought it could be this way. I mean, that's really what everything boils down to. Does this person see me for who I am? The most authentic version of me? Do they listen to me? Like I really listen. I think if the more, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, for whatever reason that just came up in my mind, but listen more than you speak. Every time a friend calls me or somebody, you know, I'm like, well, do you want my advice or do you just need someone to listen? Listening is such, it's like a love language almost. Someone that you can vent to, not necessarily in like, I'm just going to shit all over your way, but again, coming back, boiling back to that. I trust you with this information and my emotions and my feelings. And I'm also trusting you and entrusting you to maybe steer me in the right direction. Cause I put that much out there and I dependence, I depend on you in a way to lift me up maybe in that moment. So am I seen, am I being heard and then appreciated tiny acts of service tiny acts of kindness how how do you show someone you appreciate them is it the silly voicemails you leave or the little text messages or the little notes you send in the mail like a handwritten card when was the last time someone sent you a handwritten card saying you know I miss you I'm thinking of you sending lots of love and light etc etc I mean it's the tiniest what seems like the tiniest minuscule things can mean the most a well-placed text on a wicked sheet day can is like a light it's like throwing out like the little round thing on a boat like the life lifesaver thing can just pull you back from an edge if you are right up against that wall and you want to give up or you want to quit or you just want to throw your hands up in the air and say fuck it like I'm done it's just the smallest things that can totally realign us and recenter us and reground us and I know that a lot of times it just comes from human interaction these relationships be it platonic loving whatever all of the above d all of the above To just wrap it all up with a pretty little bow, honestly, is it all comes back to self-love and how we're talking to ourselves, how we're treating ourselves, the different conversations and narratives that we're spinning in our little brains, our wild minds, what's going on between our right ear and our left ear. And I think I've said that uh, probably over a hundred times on the pod and it will never get old but the conversations that we're having in our mind are so important the things that we're saying to ourselves as well as out loud and also just the way we're carrying ourselves are we being kind because I really 
think it's kind of cliche in a way, but really it starts on the inside in each and every one of us. Because if you can't love yourself, then who the hell is going to love you? I mean, we've heard that tale as old as time, but yet we still sometimes struggle with that. And, you know, we have to know that the self-care isn't selfish and that self-love is necessary. It is an absolute necessity when it comes to navigating how we move through the world and our emotions and everything in between, right down to all interpersonal relationships and our loving relationships, especially family, friends, partners, whoever. It all boils down to how do you feel about you? Do you like you? Gosh, I hope so. I hope that for each and every person listening because it's so freaking important. And the sooner you learn how to do that and love yourself so very much, like take your hands, put them over your heart, hold them tight, hold your heart like you love yourself. It starts right there. And that's the juice. That's the scoop this week. I hope, I always hope that the podcast inspires you into action. I think that's the biggest takeaway. I can always, I can only hope and dream for that when you listen, it inspires you to go out there and create change, love a little harder, and show up as the very best version of you. I end the same way every week, but may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Oh, and this week, coming off of Valentine's Day, maybe we love a little harder, love a little louder, and let's have a kick-ass week. (laughs) 